We're live. Great. Yeah. I'm done finally updating this dock. Yeah. The, I should probably get the chat up. So? Uh, how is your day? How is your week? Ah, <laughs> uh, you know, just just usual yeah. weirdness. How is it? How are you doing? I'm all right. Uh, John's not with us this week. He's at Con Bravo, I guess. I think that... John's no longer with us. <laughs> yeah. Probably shouldn't word it like that, but yes. True. <laughs> <laughs> He's, he's, he's at that big con bravo in the sky. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> Where everyone. Yeah. Play, plays games. I don't know. I don't know what you do at con bravo, really. What's what's the focus? Probably playing games. <laughs> probably playing. Yeah, games. that's probably it. Where you have no backlog and you've played everything you've ever wanted to play. That's super depressing. <laughs> but how nice would that be, though? I would. I like the process of playing stuff, though. Like, it's not just about having it done off my list for me. It's actually getting to play it. I guess the idea of having a, a complete backlog, so you can only... you like It's not like anything's like... There's no burden behind you or anything. It's like, I'm going to play whatever comes out, and I don't have to worry about what's behind me. Right. Yeah, I guess so. I guess video games aren't really that much of a burden to me. <laughs> but, yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Well, when you run a museum, uh, yeah. you're, you, have, you bring your work home, oh, man. so to speak. <laughs> Literally, yeah. Yep. Yep. Uh, so yeah, John's there. I think he's back next week. Uh, he should be, as far as, as far as I know. As far as I know. Yep. Yeah. Um, so, the, so what's up with you? Anything new? No, it's been kind of hell week at work. We lost a bunch of people. Oh, they right. they yeah, went to the that. big uh, Com Bravo in the sky as well. <clears throat> Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, it's been hell. Anyway, <laughs> I started. Um, I started physio this week. Yeah, for your arm. I've gone there twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, man, it hurts so much. Yeah. I have. I have. So I have a bunch of exercises I need to do like three times a day, and those hurt. It's a lot of just like bending and twisting the wrist and holding it. Oh yeah. Uh, for a while. But like when I go there and when she does it, she'll be like, she'll make me do my exercises and I'll go through them. And then she's like, okay, now I'm just going to work your hand for a bit. And she'll push it and bend it way further than I yeah. am comfortable doing to myself. Of course. And I'm just sitting there just like grabbing the armrest with my other hand, just like squeezing it as hard as possible. Yeah. Because it's like, I want I want her to go as hard as possible because the harder she goes, the faster I get my wrist back. Yeah, no, exactly. So it's just like, I'm not going to complain. It's just, and she'll be like... I think it's moving more this time. And I'm just like, great. Glad to hear it. Yeah. So it's weird. What's the problem? It's weird though. She, if uh, you the don't do physio. She gets me to, um, sorry, sorry. Um, at the beginning, she gets me to, uh, we have to warm up my wrist. Yeah. And the way they do it at physio is they have this small little tub of like really hot wax. Oh, okay. Really hot. Like the first time I touched it, I like pulled out and I was like, "Whoa, that is way hot." It's not like boiling. No, no. It looks completely still. Yeah. Um, but I have to put, dip my hand all the way past my wrist in there like three times. Yeah. And take it out. Then we put it in a bag, and then we put it in our towel and let it sit there for about f- five minutes warming up. And then she takes the towel and the bag off, and it's like it's like I have a glove on, like a thick glove, kind of like when you would put glue on your hand as a kid, yeah. and then you could kind of like peel it off. It's like that, but thicker. Oh. And then we start working my wrist. Huh. 
Gross. What were you saying? I was asking, uh, have what's like the consequences if you don't do physio for your wrist? Would it lock up or just not have full range of motion? Or uh, I don't know about locking up. It definitely would not have full range of motion because I don't have full range of motion. Right. Um, and I'm assuming it would just continue to hurt any time I try going like further than I currently can. For like like at the moment, like the moment I can't like rotate my left hand so that my palm is flat pointing up. Okay. So if you think about that, yeah. like my right hand, I can go past that part. Like yeah. I cannot, I can get to about, without pushing it myself, I can get to about 45 degrees. Wow. That's it. Huh. So I definitely need to be doing this. Totally. Physio. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> Twisting is definitely the hardest, hardest one. And like, if I try to push my hand back, you can see it can't go as far back as my right hand. Oh, yeah. So. So like a lot of the, uh, um, Stretches are me like putting my hand on a table and then just like basically kind of just doing this as far as I can. Yeah. Holding it there for people in the audio. I'm kind of just like grabbing my my fingers and pulling back. Yeah. And I have to like lean my hand over the edge of a desk and, and push it down as much as I can. Right. <clears throat> the twisting one where I have to try and twist it. That's the hardest because like I said, I can't get it past 45. Yeah. But if I use my other hand, I can get it just about flat, but I don't like doing it. Yeah. <clears throat> Damn. Well, yeah, so I do that three times a day. I mean, I'm glad it's working out, though. At least there's that. So that's good. Um, How long does this last for the like physio and basic stuff like that? A few weeks? Uh, I have about five weeks. Okay. Uh, And I how many appointments? I have about 12 appointments total. Yeah. So it's about twice a week, two or three times a week. I go in there. Okay. For about an hour. I'm guessing you just don't do Quidditch at all anymore, right? Like you can't? Oh no, I'm back. To, I play Quidditch. You do? Okay. <laughs> I haven't I haven't told them that I'm playing sports again. Oh, okay. But I wear I wear my brace yeah. and then I have these I have these wraps that are for weightlifting that typically are, are designed to put them around your wrist yeah. so that your wrist can't go too far. Yeah. That way if you're holding something real heavy, it doesn't break. You can't it. accidentally you yeah. can't you can't like you know, kind of break your form and then be like, oh, crap, now I'm in a bad position. Yeah. So I have these wraps. So I wrap two of those around my brace as well. Yeah. And then I just play. I mean, it's like my broom hand, so I don't I don't need it to grab a ball or anything. OK, so it's worked out fine. OK. <clears throat> yep. And I just I just tell everyone like, yo, if any of you guys hit my hand, I'm going to like break your nose. <laughs> <laughs> like you got to go easy on me. Yeah. <laughs> Cool. But yeah, let's uh, let's do a podcast about video games maybe. All right. What a not what a novel idea. It's uh July 27th. I'm Sean Booker. I'm Paul and Sean is gone or John is gone as we said before. John's gone. Yeah. John's gone, baby. Um Paul, what have you been playing? Um so I picked up this game. Actually, I was sent this game by some company I never heard of called Airheart Tales of Broken Wings. Uh, what it is, is a cartoony, top-down, dual-stick shooter-type game where you play a pilot and you are flying around collecting fish oil from Skyfish and um, just enjoying the sights and sounds and stuff. And there's sky pirates that come after you every now and then that you have to shoot down and get away from and stuff. But if you shoot... 
other ships that are kind of doing or other planes that are kind of just chilling out. The police will come get you sort of thing. It's really charming and nice uh, little adventure type game done in a dual uh, dual shooter mode. So I guess the big thing for this game is that it's not really a roguelite. Like you can die and lose your plane if you get shot down and crash. Um, and it's, but it kind of has the same feel as those games do where you're constantly going to different like elevations in the sky and like being, so like you shoot up into the sky and then you'll like fly around and collect (laughs) fish and do whatever. And that'll be considered like that floor essentially or whatever. And then you'll unlock this, uh, kind of thing that like catapults you up another elevation high and then you're flying around on that level so on and so forth is that like a harder level yeah they get harder up until like a boss fight and then it continues on from there so like i saw a little bit of gameplay and it looked a little bit like do you remember that old phone game where uh where planes would kind of fly around it was real flat i forget what the name of it is and this i probably shouldn't have even brought it up okay um but it was all about like getting your planes to like into like a landing pad and oh, then someone yeah, would yeah. fly out another way. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do. That what was that called now? Yeah. It was like it was a lot of it was like these planes with like these big turn radiuses and you had to kind of get them yeah. into a some, something something. It, anyway, hopefully someone in the chat will tell us what game that is. But is it kind of looked like that. Okay. Earhart. No, it's more Earhart. like imagine like a binding of Isaac instead of rooms, it's a giant open airspace. But is it like a dual joystick shooter? It is a dual joystick shooter, yeah. Oh, okay. But okay. I think the Got reason it. why it probably looks like that is because there are some, like, trails so that you can see where other planes on the same level as you are, like, off-screen if you'd, like, need to catch up with them or, like, run away from them if they're the cops or whatever. So... Okay. And, the, and because they're planes, they are big, swooping, like, turn-radius motions and stuff, so that's probably another reason why... It has that feel to it. But this is much more about you playing a character who is collecting stuff to get further into the game to collect more stuff. And then every time you can go back to your home base and, like, you can craft stuff for your plane from the, like, scrap and stuff that you found in the sky playing. Or you're collecting fish oil, which is currency in this world, and you would, like, buy stuff for your plane as well like guns or different fuselages and chassis and stuff like that like um is this game better than luft rousers um it's completely different <laughs> i'm just because luft rousers is a fantastic playing game luft rousers is more actiony i would say like there's okay. a lot that's what that thing does what this thing does more is uh i like the feeling of this almost like weird progression of going higher and higher into the sky and getting stuff and then coming back down to the base to like improve my plane and to work on my plane in the workshop and like make it incrementally better in different ways because there's different plane parts that do different things like you could add more weapon you can go like a space or a sky pirate route of just being like I need to make sure that I'm agile and I have guns so I can shoot down other people and take their bounty and then use that to get better. Or you can go more the casual explorer route of just like 
I'm going to do this like legit. I'm not going to get into the cops ways or way or like try to shoot down anybody that isn't attacking me first. And I'm just going to collect stuff the right way. Okay. And yeah, I, I think it's just really, really charming and really nice. I want to get further in it to it so I can talk about where it goes more. But for right now, the last thing I did was the first, what I'm guessing is the first boss, which is like this pirate fleet captain in a giant ship with a bunch of guns on it that you can use like your hook shot to like rip the guns off the plane or cool. off the thing to like make it a little less scary. And then it just has a whole bunch of health. You have to whittle down and a bunch of sky pirates sh- trying to shoot you down while you're doing it. It's super, super fun. I really, really like it a lot. Um, What's this on? This is on, I believe, everything. It's on PC, PS4, Xbox, and Steam. So PC again. <laughs> I don't know why they make that distinction. Okay, but it's not on like the best. It's not console. on Switch yet. No. <laughs> yeah. Because <clears throat> let's be honest, that's probably what I was actually asking. It. Yeah, it's not on Steam yet. Um, Switch. Oh, on Switch yet? It is on Steam, and uh, it's eighteen bucks. So, yeah. That's Canadian. Though, no, right? that's US. 18 US. Okay. All right. Yeah. But uh, I highly recommend it. Again, that's Airheart Tales of Broken Wings. Uh, that's kind of it for me, though. Okay. I've been playing a few things. Um, first off, Paladins went free to play on the Switch. Oh, good. Okay. Yep. Which is weird because that thing came out with the Founders Pack. Like two, the Founders Pack, like two months ago. I was yeah. like. I was real confused trying to figure out, like, why are they charging for this? They did this? it the same it's way on PC. Else. You could only play yeah. it at first if you got the Founders Pack, <clears> and then it was free to play. Yeah. So it's it's free now. Um, so I wanted to give that a try. Yeah. First off, you can't carry your progress between systems like you can Fortnite. Come Wait, on. what does that mean? Your so progress. Fortnite, you have one account, so we're, oh. everything yeah, is yeah. tied one it thing. doesn't tie this them? one is separate oh that's so dumb no. oh well to be fair like overwatch doesn't do it either which is super annoying that's like dumb there's too. definitely been times where it's like i could buy overwatch on the xbox and get some like achievements while i'm playing yeah but it's like i don't want to start over that would that would suck um so that's kind of a bummer there is something like if you have it on pc you can do like a one-time transfer to a console i don't know if you can do that with the switch Oh, okay. Um, but anyways, I kind of wish they would have that tied thing because, like, it's nice having it on the Switch. But sometimes I want to just sit down and play it on my Xbox, get some achievements there. But like I said, it doesn't transfer your progress, so that's super lame. That sucks <clears throat> because I like Paladins a lot, but like I played on PC. But if like, so the thing is, is I have the Founders Pack on PC because I just wanted to not have to worry about buying heroes or rotations or any of that shit ever. So I don't want to buy it again. So I was hoping because I bought it once on the PC, I could just go into my account here. And but it doesn't sound like that's gonna be right. a thing. And I mean, I'm sure it's it's like business reasons. Like oh, for sure, yeah. You know, because if you buy it on the on the Switch, I bet Nintendo gets a small portion of that cut. Whereas if you buy it on Xbox, Microsoft gets it, and that's for sure. You know, that's probably part of the reason why Sony's not sharing anything with anyone is because they want you buying stuff on their platform. Totally, anyway. sure. But that just still kind of sucks. It does suck. So, yeah. Um, anyway, I only I didn't actually play any uh, like online matches. I just played the training stuff because I was trying to get used to some of the characters. I only played like three matches. Yeah. Um, so I only played with three of the characters. 
that game is is Overwatch in like in a lot of ways. Yeah, is a budget Overwatch. Like yeah. it almost seems like a ripoff. Yeah, it is in a lot like, of ways. The biggest problem it has over Overwatch though is that um, it's not new player friendly. Whereas in Overwatch, you can get in a few matches, and because you can switch characters between each match or in the match itself in Overwatch, you can learn what characters you like after one or two like full matches. In Paladins, you are locked in for the full match with a character, which okay. so, which makes it like incrementally longer to learn what characters you want. There's also like way more characters. There are so many. There's characters. a lot of characters. Yeah, they keep adding them, and I can't keep up with it. <laughs> yeah. And honestly, like, I've only played a few of them, but a lot of them, from what I've seen as well, some of them are definitely just like, oh, you're clearly, like, the Roadhog, because you have that hook. Uh-huh. You're you're clearly Roadhog. Or, oh, you're, like, the one guy even looks like Reaper. He even flies around like Reaper. Like, yeah, this thing, like, it almost seems like this has got to be changed just enough. You're not causing I any copyright issues. I think Andros you're talking about for the Reaper clone. I don't, I don't the new know, one they yeah. added, like, the new meta... Mm-hmm. Or the new hotness is this Edgelord Tracer ripoff that we okay. just kept referring to as Edgelord Tracer because he plays exactly like Tracer, but he has also Wolverine Claws, has, um, I can't ever remember the dude's name from Naruto with the, like, ninja, um... They're all ninjas. Well, with the face thing and the, like, eye patch. Oh, uh, Kakashi. Kakashi, yeah. I think? He has, like, the Kakashi hair and, like, upper of his face but his face mask part looks like sub-zero like he's just a mix mash of all this other shit and he pisses me off and i hate him i hate that character that might be the character i need to play as as a, as a tracer you fan, probably but... would like it because people seem to really be like it. he's super overpowered right now <laughs> um but even down to like the main <laughs> menu is overwatch's main menu you know one yeah. main character chilling there while your list on the side like it's weird because they actually changed it it wasn't at all like that, but then after Overwatch became the biggest game ever, they changed their game to be more like Overwatch. Oh, they and they have <laughs> they have hit the nail on the they head. Like, yeah, <laughs> this is this is Overwatch because Overwatch is not on the Switch, so you should just play Paladins because it's Overwatch. and it's free. <laughs> it's so weird. It is. Um, you can go in third person, which I like. Yep, you can, which is kind of cool for some um, characters. It makes it way easier to control a thing they do. So. Well, and it's also just easier to, like, look around corners and, like, just check your bearings and stuff. Yeah, yeah. So I kind of like that, but... Anyway, it seems totally serviceable. I th- I think I like... Again, I haven't played enough Paladins. I think I just like Overwatch better. It just feels like a like a tighter game. Like, everything... It look, it, Overwatch looks way better. I don't think yeah. Paladins looks very good. Yeah. Uh, like, especially the environments. Um, it, I, I definitely get, like, a pixar to like dreamworks like comparison comparison okay yeah 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 so but again if i mean if they're not if blizzard's not going to put overwatch on the switch might as well just play paladins Mm -hmm. it's like the same thing they have the same game modes yep true so that's that's fine uh it's it's fine and it's free so that's great yeah uh apart from that uh Buddy, buddy of mine and myself, we played some Rainbow Six Siege, just a real, real little bit, about, I don't know, five matches or so on the Xbox. Okay. I was going to ask on that what? That community sucks. That community they is always want to kick you. Oh. They, they Okay. Like, no, and as soon as I joined the game, they immediately want to kick me because of whoever I picked. Who did you pick? 
Um, I'm just curious. I don't know. One of them was I accidentally ran out of time, and so I had was the recruit. Yeah. Okay. That happens. So they kicked. They were trying to kick me for that yeah. one. Another one I don't remember who because I don't know. All the, I don't know all the names. Well, I mean, if they weren't scrubs, they would know that you can actually do some really good stuff with recruit. A lot of top okay. picks do because some of their recruit stuff you can take for his loadout are good. So um, they're just scrubs. I accidentally shot my teammate once. It was a total okay, accident. That's a problem. So he killed yeah, me. Yeah, that's a problem. <laughs> Okay. Hey, he went into the smoke cloud. I thought there was an enemy in there, so I shot one, <laughs> one shot in there. Yeah. And then the pro- then the problem was gone, and I'm like, okay, I guess I'll walk into the room as well now. And he kills me. <laughs> anyway, it's mainly it's mainly the kicking thing. Okay. Me and my buddy were just nonstop going back and forth. Someone wanted to kick us. Weird. And it was just like, calm down. Like how. I'm trying to learn this game, man. I've never seen we that even problem. In we weren't even in the. We weren't even in ranked. We're in casual. Yeah. It's literally called casual. Actually, ranked is where all the decent people are. My friend was saying apparently there's way more people playing casual, which makes sense. Yeah, and a bunch of them, I guess, are assholes. that's where the douches hang out for sure. Um, I've never seen people just randomly get kicked or like voted or on or whatever. But what I do see is every racial slur known to man in the chat all the time okay to the point where i have chat off forever i will never sure look at chat well since we're doing it on the console we don't have the chat yeah. and we're in a party chat me and my friend and yeah. we keep getting party invites but there's no way i would ever totally do yeah. that it's you know when they say toxic communities for gaming and stuff and the first thing that pops in everybody's head is league of legends they're actually wrong it's sure. siege Siege is the craziest, like, most just, like, volatile group of people I've ever seen in my life. Honestly, it, like, it it was turning me off. Because, like, I was so new, I had no idea what to do or how to do it. And I get it, Siege is a very, like, tactical game. Sure. um, Because there's, like, no respawns and stuff. And you need to learn those levels. But it's like, how am I supposed to learn? Yeah. Especially if you're just going to kick me out of every match. I'm wondering if the reason they were kicking you is a lot of times people will be like, if you're playing with randos, who has a mic? And then if somebody doesn't have a mic, they're just like, okay, well, I guess we're typing then. So, like, if you didn't... If you weren't part of, like, their voice chat or whatever for the group, maybe they're like, fucking kick him. We won't... We're not going to deal with somebody who won't talk. Maybe. Luckily, my friend and I, we never actually got kicked because it needs to be unanimous. Oh, and yeah. one of us was always in yeah, there. Yeah. So we would just get, like, a lot of votes sent our way, and it's like, well whatever i'm gonna keep playing yeah okay let's um, talk about the game mechanically what do you think of uh it besides sure. all that uh it's cool yeah. uh the characters i liked um was on the offense it's the guy who has a shield that can also flash blitz. yep stunt blitz yep. is it okay i liked him he's cool i liked kind of going in first flashing them yeah. and then uh missing a lot of my shots because <laughs> it was under high stress totally yep um uh, and then on defense, I liked the guy who could put traps on like the doors and, and the windows. Uh, Capkin, the like Cap- the, la- the laser traps. The yeah, he's one of the Russian operators. He has good guns too. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I liked those two. Yeah. Um, good choices. It seems like a cool game. It's definitely like, like I said, there's a lot you need to learn because yeah. it's one kill, you're done. Yeah. And you know it's so team based, and there's. So you can shoot through walls and stuff. So I bet like, you know, the good players are probably like, I know exactly yeah. where we need to break the walls open and stuff. So because I was like, I don't know where to put up a reinforced wall. I guess I'll just do it here. This seems like a 
spot. Yeah, it gets to the point where it's not even that anymore. It's like, I know they think I'll be here, so I'm going to subvert their expectation by being here and shooting through this hole. It's like, it gets to that point where it's like, usually pe- like the meta is for people to breach here. So if I go into this room, make a little pinhole, I might be able to shoot somebody when they think I'm breaching. The, like, it gets in this weird, right. like, chess game of, yeah. well, we don't know that they know we know. <laughs> sort of yeah, exactly. Yeah, I can see that. Which, that's, that's, that's weird. It, it seems like that would make it, like, less fun. It's more engaging, though. Because it, change, guess, it changes how it, those maps are played is really the thing. I guess. because But I just like the element of, like, they could come in any one of these doors. Yeah. Like, we need to make sure we got everything covered and, and stuff like that. And, and, oh, crap, they came in through the window behind us. That would happen a lot. Yeah. I definitely died a lot because people were sh- coming in through the windows. It depends on the maps, too, that you're playing. Some are better than others for that sort of stuff. Yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Yep. Yep. It seems cool. I'm not sure how much more I'm going to play of it, but... Yeah. That's kind of too yep, bad that cool. you're not playing on PC because, like... We could definitely roll, and I could teach you that game. Right, right. Well, my PC will never be that good. Mm. It's too bad you're not playing on Xbox. I don't have an Xbox, straight up. Yeah, there you go, yeah. Um, okay, last game I played, uh, probably like the big one for this week, uh, No Man's Sky came out. Oh, you know what? I actually played this too, but I didn't do the new thing with it. I didn't do the co-op yet. What? <laughs> Why not? That's the whole I don't have deal. somebody to play with. Everybody's like, oh, okay, fuck okay. No Man's Sky fuck that game it's like dude that was two years ago like yeah yeah no i um i loaded it up i i did co-op uh with buddy with my buddy um we just started a new game yeah i didn't even go back to my old save turns out i played less than six hours of that game oh wow okay two years ago yeah um because honestly it wasn't my kind of game it was i'm not into a lot of games where you need to kind of make your own fun yeah where it's super open-ended it's why i kind of am not super into sea of thieves i'm not super into state of decay sure um this one, it definitely starts off like there are like a quest line you should be following. And a lot of it is just tutorial based. I've only put about three hours or so into it. Um, but up until that whole point, there has been, hey, you need to go here and you need to go here. Yeah. You need to go here. And I'm I'm just kind of enjoying that aspect of it. It looks way better. Yep. Which is cool. Um, it's better optimized, too. It runs better for me. Does it? For me, yeah. That's interesting because it's crashed for me several times and I don't remember any crashes the last time. Really? That's kind of funny yeah i've had a few crashes my friend and i got into this one spot where if we mined this specific copper sooner or later one of us would crash it happened three times in a row then again like i said i haven't tried the co-op yet so i can't yeah so like i said i've I've only been playing co-op yeah um which is cool you can kind of always see where your buddy is you can like fly over to them yeah you can pass stuff to each other um for the most part like there's nothing really requiring co-op but right. it's just kind of nice having like someone else there and it's like, hey, what 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 are you on now? Oh, I'm you know, I'm building a wall. What are you doing? I'm trying to find two hundred and fifty copper. Yeah. Oh, I found some copper over here. Oh, okay, cool. Um Yeah. It's kind of what that game needed to keep people engaged. The actual big thing that they needed, they added the last big patch, I think, or two patches ago, which is the base building, but more importantly, the quests and like finding NPCs to live in the base you build to give you quests or like a reason to explore that universe. Oh, interesting. I didn't know you could do that. I know there's a I saw word of a, like a job board up on the space station, but I couldn't find it. I also didn't look like everywhere on the space station. Yeah, fair enough. 
Um, but I like the idea that there are like a quest board. Yeah. Um, which that's what I would want to be doing. Yeah. No, totally. Yeah. So the found a pretty cool planet. It was like super ocean filled. Uh, and then it had small little islands that were full of red grass. Okay. Um, so I took, I went into the photo mode, which was fun. And I, I tweeted a, a screenshot of my, and your, your dude can just kind of sit down, which seems to be the best. Cause your guy's like always just like chilling. It's one of the emotes you can do. Yeah. It's it's what I've seen people tweeting the most are people like sitting down on these cool cool planets. I want to find a snow planet. That's I all I ever go on. I can't find any planets oh, really? but ice and snow and it's pissing me oh, off. I've never found a snow planet before. You've been to a hot planet yet? I'm currently on a hot planet. Those yeah. can be kind of rough where it's like you're dying because it's so hot. It's like, oh, I guess I'll go right. in the shade. Well, I mean, there's plenty of planets that are like this just has hazardous yeah. error. So it's basically the same. Yeah, as like that. the poison um, gas planets for whatever. <laughs> yeah. yeah. On on that nice that cool planet I found, I fell down a random hole and there was just toxic plants in this cave and I was dying real fast. Yep, that sounds right. So. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, other than that, it's still No Man's Sky and I'm I'm kind of getting uh, some new appreciation and some new legs out of it. I don't know how far those legs will last. Um because in the end, it's not a, like a narrative-focused game, and, and that's kind of what draws me a lot of the time. But we'll see. I'm enjoying it, and the co-op is definitely helping quite a bit. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> it's a game now. Uh, oh, I mean, one more thing I, I played that I want to bring yeah. up. <clears throat> I played um, some Mario Tennis. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, wanted, I played some of the tournament because I wanted to unlock um, Koopa Troopa because you have to play in January to get Koopa Troopa on the, in, in a tournament. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um. And I just played one match because I, you know, multiplayer is not my huge thing. But I played against this one guy and it was like, it was such a good match. Like we were going back and forth of who was winning. It was real tight, real close. Like it was such a good game of tennis that when we were, when I was done, I literally looked for like, how do you see your recent players? Because I wanted him to send, I wanted to send him a message and just be like, yo, that was awesome. That was so much fun. Mm-hmm. But you cannot message people on the Switch. And yeah. I understand it's, it's Nintendo. Yeah. So I understand, like, because nine times out of ten, that the message someone's going to send is going to be negative. Totally, yeah. Uh, but that one time, which I was in, was just kind of a bummer that I couldn't just be like, dude, that was awesome. Yeah. And I just couldn't do that, and that was kind of a bummer. Yeah. So. Anyway, yep, that's uh, that's all I've been playing. Let's do some news. <clears throat> yeah. All right. I also didn't check uh, Discord. Was there any news there? Uh, yeah, do you want me to quit? It doesn't have to do with games, really, but MoviePass is, like, dead. <laughs> oh, I did see that yeah. one. Yeah, someone posted MoviePass. They want to know what I thought. Yeah, I guess, uh, it's not dead. It just, for, like, a there was a weird outage. Yeah. Yesterday or something, because they ran out of money. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know, which is odd, because I went to a movie yesterday. Oh, okay. Well, there and you go. used it. I did buy it kind of early in the afternoon, but still. It might have been like the last like $10 they had in there. <laughs> yeah, maybe. We want to make sure Sean gets to see eighth grade. Um, well, no, because my girlfriend also bought her ticket and it was around. That would have been around like seven. Okay. Seven thirty ish. Wow. So I don't know, man. I don't know how, what the deal was. <clears throat> we'll see. Um, anyway, yeah, I feel like every, like, once a week I see a headline that's like, oh, because of this, MoviePass is clearly about to die, and there's nothing I can do about it. I bought a year's worth of it. Uh, they started surge pricing, 
in the last month, which is lame, but it doesn't apply if you have a year's membership, so I don't have to worry about surge pricing. I don't know. I like MoviePass for what I have. I've definitely already gotten my money's worth out of it, so if it goes away, that sucks. But I also have Cinemia, and that's like the same thing. Yeah. Okay, uh, video game news. Yeah. I saw this pop up. Oh, I'm so excited for this. Um. Okay, I... Do you want to pronounce this? Daigo no Tatsujin. Okay. I can, I'll pronounce the subtitle. Drum Session Marches. Yeah. Drum Session. I'm, people drum People session. have seen this game. It's the happy-looking uh, Japanese drums with faces that, if yep. you've been to, like, a big arcade ever, they probably have a machine there with, like, the drums that people are, like, drumming on or whatever. That's that game. Yep. And it is coming stateside. It's coming to PlayStation 4. November 2nd. I think it's coming to another platform, isn't it? Um, I could tell you in two obviously, seconds. <laughs> I don't know if it'll yeah, say. I thought it was coming to two. I'm just looking on the PlayStation blog, so obviously they won't mention that, another platform. Fair enough, yeah. But I thought it was also coming to, like, Switch or something. Anyway, it's a rhythm game. Yeah. Um, it, it has, like, the art style and the aesthetic of, like, a rhythm heaven. So it's pretty exciting. Yeah. Do you think they're going to translate the name or just leave it? I kind of hope they just leave it, but they might. I bet they'll. I bet they'll just leave it. Otherwise, they probably would have translated the name already. Yeah. Yeah. Wait, don't people usually just refer to this as like Drum Master or something like that? I don't, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not really sure. I don't know. Um, I I actually don't have a huge attachment to this. I just know about it. Okay. John seems to have an attachment to it, so I wish, I wish he was here to talk about yeah. it. Yeah. I think this game is fucking dope. I saw it looks great for sure. One of the best uh, things in Japan was I heard the Attack on Titan theme being like blaring from a fucking arcade, and I was wondering what the hell was going on. So I went into it, and sure enough, there was two people just playing this game on a giant arcade thing with that like opening playing, and them just like drumming away like crazy. And I was like, this is so fucking weird. <laughs> Such a weird thing. I'm excited to be able to play this, though. It doesn't say anything about pricing or anything, though, here, either, so... Probably just standard pricing, I would assume. No. Oops, I was I was muted. Yeah. Um, I wonder what the controls are going to be like. I'm assuming it's just going to be the controller. I doubt they're going to sell a drum controller because Rock Band can't even do that anymore. Okay, here's the thing. If they don't sell the drum, I'm not excited for this at all. I, you need the drum. Does it say? Far, I mean, it doesn't say. Check. I'm looking right it now. Doesn't say. No. I don't think it's going to have the drum because, like I said, Rock Band can't even get away with that anymore. Uh, do you know if you could just, like, import one? I have no idea. Again, I bet John knows. Yeah, probably. Where are you, John? Hmm. Yeah. If there's no drum peripheral for this, then I don't care, actually. But it doesn't say anything about any of that stuff, so we will we will have to wait and see. I'm sure this will come back up in news when more information comes to light. Right. Uh, there's new Nintendo Labo kits coming this September, specifically the vehicle kit. Yeah. Which looks like a steering wheel with uh, like a acceleration pedal, a, f- a foot pedal. Yeah. Sure. Is that it? I, I, 
that's the only one I can see really. Yeah. Uh, there's a few different things you can make in there. Um, for example, uh, like your toy con key. I guess you can make a submarine and as part of that too. Um, you know, just different vehicles. Yeah, <clears throat> a plane. More, more like the um, the joystick of a plane. I don't know. I felt like Labo kind of came and went, and no one's really talking about Labo. But maybe it's big with kids, and they're just not tweeting. This toy con key is hilarious. It's like it's just a key. Yeah, you like. <laughs> Yeah, you plug it into, like, the middle of the steering wheel, I guess. Yeah, and then turn it, I guess, probably. Or I guess you plug it into this pyramid for the plane, and that's the Joy-Con. Oh, that's the uh, joystick, I should say. Yeah. Anyway, it's going to be 70 bucks American, September 14th. Yep. Uh, Alright, some stuff happened with Onrush. Okay. Uh, I like Onrush, it's a cool drive- driving game. It was hit with major layoffs, including the creative lead. Oh, no. Because uh, I guess nobody bought this game. Yeah, it wasn't well. Well, it's <clears> not that it wasn't well received. It wasn't like a lot. A lot of people don't know what this is. <laughs> right. I was seeing I was seeing some other people saying like it came out the week before E3. So a yeah. lot of like journalists didn't have a chance to kind of talk about it because they were talking about E3. Yeah. Um. Anyway, the studio uh like i said major layoffs and when you get uh the game director getting laid off too that's not a good sign yeah. um they have stated that they're still going to continue with their like po- post launch content updates they say they have a big update coming in august um but they haven't said what that is what it could be uh i don't know it turns out like nobody bought this game unfortunately <clears throat> yeah that's really too bad which is a bummer cuz this game is good i like this game quite a bit I guess I bought it too late. And then I think, you know, part of what kind of did it is uh, maybe because it was $60 a full price game. I didn't pay 60. I, I got it on sale. I so that what is that? When I you? was told it was a full price game, I didn't even I didn't consider it either. So, yeah, which kind of makes sense. There's not a lot of like tail to it. It's kind of just the one concept. Yeah. And then you're upgrade. You're unlocking a, a, a aesthetics, I guess. And it's not on the system that I play mostly. It's not on PC. So like, right? It's also not on PC, which is weird. Yeah, that's what a bummer, though. That is a that is quite a bummer because it's you know it's something new in the driving game space. Yep. Uh, and just could not hang. Yeah. Uh, we got the games with gold for August. Yeah, August. Uh, it's going to be Forza Horizon Two. Yep. Okay. And For Honor. Yeah. Which, that's cool. I'll play some For Honor. Totally. Uh, as well as Dead Space 3 and Epic Mickey 2. Perfect free games. Don't have to spend a dollar on either of them. I like it. Correct, yeah. Um, I haven't played much For Honor, but I'll probably check out more For Honor now. Yeah. Then it's free. For Honor's fine. Okay, I actually don't know much about these. I just keep seeing them popping up in my Twitter feed. Okay. Um... Arcade One Up is putting out a whole bunch of like mini arcade cabinets that you can buy for four hundred dollars. Have you seen these? I haven't. No, but this is hilarious to me. <laughs> okay, so oh oh weird. Sorry. So there's five different ones. Yeah, I'm gonna look at more information uh, about these because this is kind of interesting to me. Although this GameStop page only shows me four. Anyways, they have Street Fighter, Rampage, Centipede, and Asteroids. Um, they're not your typical sized arcade cabinets, but they're not like a mini one like that. Um, 
like the Neo Geo one that they kind of were doing. Right. It's like it's like just a smaller version, like a sit down arcade cabinet. I guess it's I guess Japan has a lot that are these size. I thought I heard someone mention. I think the big thing here is that because they don't use a uh, heavy CRT monitor and like all the weird old technology in them, they can afford to make them smaller, obviously, because they don't need these giant housings for them. Sure. Yeah. <clears throat> and it's probably just like a MAME cabinet, right? They look about the um, size of a pachinko machine for anybody like who's seen one of those in the wild. So it's not exactly... <clears throat> I'm looking at their actual website, which is just arcade1up and then like the number one up.com. Yeah. It's three-quarter scale arcade cabinet, uh, which looks to be just under 46 inches high. Right. And it has cabinet art, which is cool. Um, it's definitely something you would sit down on or I guess maybe stand if you're a kid. Yeah. What's the fifth game that they're not that GameStop doesn't have? The fifth game? Final Fight? I think it's Final Fight. Because yeah, Street Fighters over here. And it looks like each cabinet has multiple. They do games. have, yeah. I'm looking at the the front, so like the asteroids one. Oh, I can't even read all these. Lunar Landers on that one. Street Fighter has multiple. It has Street Fighter 2. Rampage has Joust, Gauntlet, Defender. Centipede has Crystal Castles. Oh, I can't read these. Some Missile Command. And Final Fight has... I can't read any of those. Okay. Uh, so, Asteroids, you said. Which one can you not read? The Centipede has Centipede, Missile Command, like you said. Crystal Castles and Millipede. Uh, Ram- I can't read the Final Fight one at all. Final Fight. Oh, yeah. Ghosts and Goblins. Uh... Final Fight, 1944. Oh, here we go. I can just zoom in. Strider. And Strider, yeah. Na- 1944, The Loop Master. The Loop Master, yeah. Anyways, uh, these are, like I said, $400, although they keep popping up on like Walmart and GameStop.com for 300 I guess if you pre-order them, they're 300 So there's two of these I want. Oh, yeah? What do you want? I want the Street Fighter one. And I okay. want the Rampage one for Gauntlet and Joust. The Street Fighter one has the worst cabinet art out of all of them. I mean, have you seen an old Street Fighter cabinet? It looks like that. <laughs> it's pretty garbage. But they could have done something better. They, like, No, you're right. They should have done something better. You said the Rampage better. one it was one you wanted, right? Yeah. That one has like some alright cabinet yeah, art. It's fine. Something amazing. I want them for the games, though, is the thing. But then, like, I'm also not going to spend that much money because these are, like, a two-second download if I wanted to play that game. Sure. This Asteroids one, it has cool cabinet art. The Asteroids one? The Asteroids one is yeah. pretty good, for sure. Also, it has Tempest, so that's, like, the big winner on that one the for me. The Centipede one also has good cabinet art. Those are my two favorite. The Centipede one? I'm guessing the Centipede yeah. one. Does it have the actual Centipede from... Oh, it does. Okay. It looks very good. Yeah. It has the original centipede thing on the side. That's so fucking cool. Which, and to be honest, you're going to look at that cabinet art more than you are going to look at the game. Yeah, totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, you want it to look good. You do want it to look good. I mean, here's the thing. If I had a place that I knew I was settled in and, like, a little bit extra money, these aren't even that expensive, frankly. But, like, if I had a little more exposable, like, just disposable money, I'd probably get one of these at least. Probably. One. 
I, I, I would probably get one and then I would try and mod it so I can put a bunch more stuff on it. Totally. Like I said, it's probably just a MAME cabinet. Totally. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For sure. Yeah. Uh, all right. Here's another weird thing. Nintendo's online service went on sale this week, so you can you can pre-order the online service. Oh. Which I don't know why anyone would do. That is I, weird. Yeah. Like, you can do it on Amazon. Uh, a year is twenty dollars. Three months is eight dollars. Again, this doesn't even come into play until September. This is a digital online service. Why would why would you pre-order this now? Yeah, I'm trying to see what uh why you would do this. Like they do they say a reason here? No. So I can give you a rundown of what you get. They put out a little infographic. Sure. So you're going to this is what you're going to need the online service for. Online gameplay, which it becomes a paid service in September. Uh to use the that Nintendo Switch app on your phone, you're going to need this. So, like, yeah. Uh, oh, and a pop-up just popped up. Okay. Uh, getting those NES uh, Nintendo Switch online versions, whatever those are going to be. Yeah. Uh, this is probably actually the best one, is that uh, cloud backups. And then special offers, which, uh, who knows what that is. <laughs> Um, okay, so so that's what you're gonna need this for. So the thing that you could potentially do with this now, basically, is that because this is through Amazon, you can get the five percent back with your Prime credit card, and it won't just auto renew like it probably will with Nintendo, which is something I would want it to do. So I don't know. I don't know why you would do, go this way, but it's information. I don't know. You got to pre-order it now so that they don't run out of online service. Yeah, exactly. Got to get in there early. Uh, you got to make sure you get, get get to GameStop, get that pre-order there, get a magazine too, I guess, get a subscription to Game Informer. <clears throat> yeah, exactly. So if you want to do that, you can do that. Uh, I think if you do that, you are high. Kind of. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this one's super weird. Okay, so if you buy No Man's Sky on uh, good old games, mm -hmm. it won't get multiplayer until later this year. Right. Uh, because of this, Giddle Games has extended their refund policy for this game. This is bananas to me. It's because it's DRM free, so it's not hooked into anything. That's just so weird. Like, there's two different versions of this game out there now. Yeah. So for people that, like, only go DRM free, then you have to wait a little bit longer and do they get any of the new stuff or is it just old no man's sky i think it's just this because it's the multiplayer thing they still push like updates to it though well because because this latest update had more than just multiplayer like it made things look better you know quest system stuff like that the infinite base building right does it get that stuff or is it just the multiplayer? this didn't have base building base building came like a year ago but didn't they upgrade the base building in this oh, update too? Probably, probably. That's what I'm saying. So I'm wondering how much of the latest update does this have, or does this just not have the latest update? Yeah, I'm not sure. Hmm. I'm trying to quickly read. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, this is just basically a thing of Steam has a whole network infrastructure for multiplayer stuff. Obviously, 
No Man's Sky built around that, and they will have to build their own thing for DRM-free versions. It's just one of those things that they served the masses first, and they're probably still working on the one for the GOG people. And then GOG being who they are, they're like, we understand if you just want to like refund this and get the version on Steam, it's fine. Right. Yeah, no, it's good of uh, good old games for sure. Mm. It's just weird that this is even a thing. Yeah. I've never heard about this before. Hellblade is getting an update. In fact, it's getting a VR edition. I didn't know this at all. The Vive and Oculus Rift. It's not first person. Oh, weird. Really? Which is, <laughs> well, Hellblade is not first person. Yeah, but it doesn't matter. The thing that that game does is, like, you should be in that situation with things talking through your head. Right, but I mean, the combat, a lot of it is like crowd control kind of stuff, knowing when someone's behind you. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, there's a video up on YouTube where you can kind of watch the design choices they made uh, and how you're going to be able to, like, move the camera with the with the headset, obviously, and stuff like so that. So it's just the same game, though. It's the same yeah. game at VR. I haven't watched this whole video. Right. Um, I'm, I'm hoping they do some cool stuff, because that game is trippy. Yeah. From like an audio video visual standpoint, and I hope they do something interesting with that. And I would have to assume they would. Those they seem like smart developers in the first place when they made that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyway, that's the thing that's coming. Hmm. It's kind of fun. Uh, in more exciting news, Picross S two oh is coming out. I know, right? Next week, August second. I know, right? Oh my god! So. The Switch is having a surge of uh, stuff. I'm just like super stoked to be coming on it because I've been waiting right. for Iconoclast to come out on it. And that's coming out on the second as well as August 2nd and Salt and Sanctuary, which I've been meaning to finish. I'm at the end game on PC for like the last year or two is coming out. So I'm just going to replay that because I forgot that. That's game. also August. Yeah. 2nd. Yeah. Switch is getting a lot next month. It's pretty serious. Yeah. Um. It- Speaking of uh, next month, Guacamelee 2 got a release date, August 21st. Okay. Um, which mean like, hey, when it comes to Metroidvanias, like August is where it's at, as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, because that's when Death's Gambit comes out, too. And Dead Cells. And Dead Cells. Well, on Switch and Dead Cells. I was playing Dead Cells today. I forgot to talk about it. That game's still good. There you go. Are you getting it on the Switch? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah, I already pre-ordered it because you get the discount. It's the cheapest way I can get it. Yeah. Uh, I pre-ordered the um, the digital version. That's the cheapest way you can yeah. get it. I do think mm-hmm. it's a bummer, though, because like I have a bunch of stuff unlocked on the PC version, so I'm going to have to do right. that again. That's why I specifically yeah. chose not to play that game despite having access to it for so long. Yeah. And despite it being like, I think it was down to like $13 at one point or something, maybe even less. Jesus, that's um, cheap. Anyway, Guacamelee 2, I cannot wait. The little bit I played back at... um gdc this game looks super good it's gonna have multiplayer yeah uh august 21st oh i mean i'll just ask you on the podcast you're getting overcooked right you oh yeah okay we need to play that together we'll do a stream of I mean, it. i'm getting it on xbox oh on <laughs> xbox okay never mind then i'll find someone else <laughs> um although we definitely should try and play that game together because that game is awesome or, it looks awesome overcooked one is awesome overcooked two i cannot wait for yeah uh, but that also comes out on like the ninth. I or know something. it's 
August is August is bringing it. Like we've had a little bit of a lull. August is bringing it. October is the next one after too. I don't think there's anything in September I'm crazy for, but like August that new Labo kit. Oh right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, September 14th. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um and actually this next game is coming out in September. Uh we got a bit more information on the Switch version of Dragon Ball Fighter Z. Okay. It's going to be getting an open beta in august and it comes out september 28th and they have said it will have 2v2 and 1v2 matches and offline six player party mode match sure party match mode which that's kind of a bummer because i really liked having six people all controlling one different fighter and then warping in that was such a weird thing Mm -hmm. um so it's a bummer that that's only offline because i do not have five friends that will come over and play dragon ball fighters with me yeah 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 um I have maybe a friend who will come over and he watched the anime, so he might watch me play some of this. Yeah, yeah. Um, But anyways, if you're waiting for that on the Switch, uh, that's a good game. Yeah. So that's coming soon. Open beta next month. Yeah. All right. uh, Let's wrap this up with some questions. Yeah. Topdownperspective at gmail.com is the email address to send questions in. You can also send questions by Twitter at TDP Podcast, the Facebook group, the Discord channel, or John's P.O. Box. Yeah. Paul, do you want to take this first one? It's long. Yeah. So Chris wrote in and said, So, I was watching John's stream Saturday, and he was playing Shadow of the Damned, and someone asked why the game wasn't banned on Twitch. John replied there wasn't any nudity in the game, but there was, albeit, a heavy amount of gore. There's n- and boner jokes. There's a lot of boner jokes. Holy shit. The, the innuendos is crazy. Yep. There's nothing wrong with this, but isn't it kind of weird how generally video game in video games, nudity is seen more negative than massive violence. Obviously, most cases of nudity would be banned on places like Twitch because it's being used because it's being used sexually as opposed to artistically, but it's just something I found kind of interesting. Why is nudity seen as more extreme in games than violence. So I'm going to one-up this and say, that's not just video games. That's in everything. Oh, yeah, I was, about to, <laughs> I was about to say the exact same thing. That's, yeah, movies, TV, that's that's absolutely everything. Yeah. Although, that's that's true stateside. That's what, yeah. In, like, Europe and stuff, yeah. they're, like, way they don't care. cooler with nudity yep. and whatnot. And less cool about, um, like, actual violence. Sure. Which, honestly, that should be the case. Yeah nudity and like sexual stuff is like literally the most natural yeah thing sure whereas killing people is not yeah we're just so much better with that yeah yeah no for sure um it's just a it's a weird double standard and i'm assuming it's because children are being coddled um yeah, I don't know what the answer is, frankly. <laughs> I've thought maybe... Like, why Why specifically? I thought maybe it had something to do with, like, the Catholic Church or something. or But, like, they have that over there, too. Maybe they're yeah, less powerful know, over there. Because, like, America was kind of built on bloodshed, so maybe that's just why they're more okay with it in general. Or they're just desensitized to it. Well, that well, that's well, that's only because it's been like this for so long. Is we're more desensitized to the violence as opposed right. to nudity, which is such a weird concept if you think about that. Yeah. Like, 
that's not good to be able to say like, oh, yeah, I can watch anyone get killed in any way. And it doesn't do anything to me like that's that's a sociopath. It's sick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's weird. But I mean, yeah, I, I mean, at this point, it one of the reasons is just that's what we're used to. That's how it's always been. Yeah. Um, and it it should be the other way around. But like, I don't know. Then you get into weird conversations about like breastfeeding in public, owning guns. Like, you know, like there's, yeah, it's honestly, it's probably money. Probably some businessmen yeah, uh, are keeping it this way for money. Probably. It's all, that's uh, always the answer. You know, Cause you know, one of those things is clearly fine and the other one is not, but guess what people have problems with. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah. Eduardo writes, uh, what game requires the most focus? The most focus. Okay. Yeah. Just off the top of your head, you know. What's what's the right answer here? That requires the most focus. Um probably a puzzle game with a timer of some sort. That Okay. I'm just trying to think of like what games are puzzle games with a timer where it's like I got to get this done or like I have to start over again. And I don't mean like about- strictly in the sense of like a crossword puzzle. I mean like puzzles in a game that you have to like figure out or you have to like start at the beginning or what about like a puzzle puzzle game you know what the, where, you're do- where you're doing a jigsaw puzzle the savior in chat has the right answer night trap because if you don't know the second and color like you have to change the color of like your alert things or whatever and you have to go to certain scenes at certain times to like activate traps and it's like you have a second to do them it's stupid that game is bad okay so that's probably the right answer (laughs) um i'm gonna say uh my answer the game that requires the most focus is bop it bop it requires some focus yeah yeah especially that like super bop it where there's like five things you can do yeah like twist it pull it yeah pull it pass it pass it spin it spin it yeah I don't remember the other one. Overcooked is a good um, answer when you get in those late levels. Over- <laughs> Overcooked gets savage. Yeah. I'm hoping that's fixed in the second one. I don't f- I'm hoping you can just finish that game without needing to like bang your head oh, against the Oh, I wall. don't think it is. I don't think <laughs> I'm ho- I'm hoping so. Like that's the biggest problem I had with Overcooked. Okay, fair. Um all right, and second question from Eduardo, what is the best controller for PC? Uh Xbox 360 controller wired. What makes you say that? Uh, it's the base game, or it's the base for a lot of Unity programs that developers just use. Sure. It's the default. Well, why not, like, just the Xbox One controller? Well, at this point, yeah, but, like, that's what... Because a lot of indie devs usually still go for the old, like, for the more default stuff from back then. Right. I mean, you could use any controller on the computer pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Maybe not the Switch one super easily, but, like, if your computer has Bluetooth, you can get the ps4 and the xbox one controller to work with it just fine i would probably prefer the xbox one controller i think that might be my favorite controller i use a ps3 controller because that's my favorite controller the ps3 controller are you serious oh man because i use the d-pad i won't play games (laughs) that uh on pc that require analog sticks i'd rather use keyboard and mouse for them the games i play usually i use a d-pad for what about I don't know if you ever used one, the Xbox Elite controller. I haven't used one. 
Okay. I understand that has a great D-pad. Also, I think that I don't have one on me. The Xbox One controller has a totally fine D-pad. Like, they fixed it from the 360. Oh, that's good. The 360 D-pad is terrible. But the thing I like most about yeah. the... The thing is, is that I'm just... The answer for me is a, a Sony PlayStation controller in general. But I don't necessarily like how the 4 feels with the D-pad. So I like the 3 just as the default. And the reason I like that one is because the D-pad is where, on an Xbox controller, there's an analog stick... You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So yep. it's just more comfortable using a D-pad to have oh. my thumb there. I see what you're saying. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I I can see that. Sure. All right. And you get the next. I do. All of this. Rasterman wrote in and said, Good day, fellows of the Top Down Perspective. I have a couple questions I'd like to ask you. One, if you could change the first video game you've played... Which would you choose, and how would it have affected your taste later on in life? Or later on, if at all, rather. Personally, I'd swap Crash Bandicoot with Galaga, just because my mom used to play it on her Famicom, and since I'm not really into shmups, maybe my view about them would be different. This is an interesting question. Yeah, this isn't it. I've never thought about this. My first game was Mario 1. My first game... would have been... Rayman or okay. maybe Duke Nukem 3D okay 3D sure it's definitely something on like this com- really old janky computer my dad brought us brought home one time sure and he just bought one of those like 100 arcade games and I remember Rayman was on there a bunch of flash garbage I'm just gonna say Rayman yeah so my first game was Mario um and if I could change it I probably wouldn't but if I had to change it, what the hell would I have played at that time? I feel like the question of what you want to change it to is the question we got last week of, like, what's a series you wish you had played? Kind of. Because even with his answer, he's saying Galaga because he wants to be... He, he wants to think about shmups differently. He wants to have more experience. Sure, I see. Okay. The, well, the question is, if you could, I don't think I would. I like having Mario 1 as a base for my yeah. gaming knowledge. Sure, sure. Uh, I don't, I mean, if I could, like, what's the point? It's not like, there's no way of knowing if I'm going to be, like, better if I had played Mario 1 over Rayman. Um, I think I would have liked to it to have been on, like, a NES. Okay. Because uh, I didn't get a NES or a SNES, like, way li- until way later. Sure. I think my first console was the N64 after playing with the computer for a while. I think I would have liked to have had the NES earlier. So I guess I could just say Mario 1 would have been nice. But I mean, I, I I wouldn't change it. I don't care. Yeah, and then look at me now. I'm on a I'm on a video game podcast. Yeah. So I turned out just fine. Um, <laughs> and then you get into this weird thing of like, does t- do you time travel here? Like, if could my answer be instead of Mario One, I was the first game I ever played was Doom 2016 <laughs> or something. But back then, yeah, or something. Right, right. I feel like no, you can't. Right. Do yeah, that. I agree with you. <laughs> okay. Uh, question two. Whatever happened to the Steam group? Does anyone still use it? Will it have any purpose in the future? Should we consider it dead? I ask because <clears throat> since I joined, I've seen no activity in it whatsoever. Or whatever. No, whatsoever. So maybe my timing is really bad. So the Steam group, I believe, was started and handled mainly by Nathan. 
I do have admin rights on it because I'm the only PC user out of the three of us, but I don't. I have admin rights on it. Yeah, but like I'm the only one who actually uses Steam every day. I use I. Okay, I don't use every day. Sure. Okay. <laughs> and uh, you could probably consider it dead <laughs> if you yeah, wanted to. I mean, I don't. If there's a if there's a reason to use it, we could use it, but I haven't come across that. Yeah. And if it's like a chat thing you want, like Discord covers well, that. So it's it's pretty much dead. That's what it is. I guess it would be for like grouping up and playing games Which together. Which is what but the I Discord, mean, Discord is ha- Discord has that too. So yeah, it's it's pretty much dead. Yeah. So in a world of Discord, Steam group does not mean anything, unfortunately. Yeah. And I mean like I'm going to use the Discord app over the Steam app on my phone any day of the week. I hate the Steam. Yeah, I'm not a fan of it either. <clears throat> Three. How's the street? This might seem like a random question to ask, but I remember a podcast from 2014 when, as a joke, Sean proposed there should be a segment in which Nathan would talk about the weather without actually going out into the street and thought it would be funny to make reference to it. I don't think I remember I, or know about this. I don't remember this. Um, <laughs> I had completely forgotten about this. I don't. I don't even remember us doing this. This would have been funny since Nathan lived in a basement suite. He would have had to look at a tiny little window up at the top of his. You know what? Of the wall. That's maybe what you meant. Like he would look out on the street. Like how's this? I'm I'm pretty sure that's what he would do. Is he would look out the window and then try and make a guess. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I feel like half our intro topics are how's the weather at <laughs> between the two of uh, the two areas these days. Anyway. So I like to answer the question earnestly. The sky is darkened with clouds like it's going to rain, but there is sunlight oh, coming from somewhere, so it's bright but dark right now. <laughs> Some peculiar lighting. Yeah. For me, no clouds in the sky like usual. Yeah. Looks pretty sunny out. Yeah, pretty hot. There you go. And number four. <laughs> Have you ever waited so long to ask a question that you forgot you were what you were going to ask? My answer is to this question. <laughs> All right. Um, I've had this problem in embarrassing ways before where I thought of like a... So a while back, I used to like actually try and schedule talks with like indie developers and stuff and do podcasts with them. Right. Um, I would think of a dope question that I wanted to ask them like at work or in the car or something and not write it down. And then I would forget all about it like instantly. Okay. Do you remember one of those questions? Because that's technically what we have to answer. I'm f- no, that's the thing is that I forgot <laughs> that what I was going to ask. You forgot it again. Yeah. yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything. Yeah, because obviously we forgot it. So it's it's yep. the most yep. right answer. <clears throat> anyway, I hope this message finds anyone who reads in good spirits. I've been listening to watching your podcast since May of last year and very recently caught up. Greetings from Argentina, man. Cool, Argentina. Argentina. Very cool. God, I wish I knew. Thanks for being a listener. I wish I knew Portuguese. Like, when no veto something. <laughs> I don't know. That's nice. what I'll say. Sick burn. <laughs> yeah. Got him. Yeah, exactly. He's just like, how dare you say that to me? <laughs> yeah, geez. Oh, I'm not listening anymore. <laughs> Got him. Yep. All right. Uh,. All right, where can people send questions in next week, Paul? Topdownperspective at gmail.com, TDP Podcast on Twitter, the Discord group, John's P.O. Box, and the Facebook page as well, if you yep. wish. We speak Spanish, uh, by the way. My game of the week. Is that what he said? Or they speak Spanish? Is that what oh, we speak Spanish, by the way. Nice. 
I, don't you know Spanish? Yeah, I do. That's why yeah. I went like. Okay. That's why I face pop. Well, he wasn't. He wasn't talking about Argentina at all. He just wanted to randomly say, "I wish I knew Portuguese." Yeah, this yeah. is a new new topic. Yeah, exactly. How dare you assume what I meant? <laughs> yeah. Um, what's your game of the week? Uh, Earhart. I'm gonna give it to No Man's Sky. All right. A uh, little bit of housekeeping. The Today normally would have been when we would do the Sonic Adventure 2 podcast, uh, but with John away, <clears throat> we're pushing that to next week, so look for that after next week's show. Yeah. And uh, this morning, the poll for August's TDP Plus game finished, and Runner 3 won, so we will be playing through that and discussing that at the end of August. Thanks, everyone who voted. Um, if you want access to listen to that and to vote on the next podcast and to um hear all of the old episodes check out the patreon as low as one dollar gets you access to everything yeah and then that'll do it we'll all be back next week so we'll see you guys later bye bye